0: (laughs) What you mean I be doing the most? Hello, my beautiful people. It is I, Molly, and this is another episode of Molly with the Most Podcast. Y'all, guess what? It's holiday season. Y'all get it? Like y'all used to listen to the holiday season mixtapes back in the day? I mean, every time I think of the holiday season, I feel like I got to see it that way. That's just me. that's just me but anywho it is fall and we are approaching winter and the weather you know i can't even say what the weather been doing like I guess it's somewhat changed, but honestly, fall felt real like summer. <laughs> like, it took a while for fall to finally become fall because when fall first started, we were still in the 80s down here in Alabama. We were still hot, still short sleeve shirts and, you know, all of that sandals. I think I just started putting on, like, closed toe shoes in November. But when I say fall then came, fall then definitely hit. And now, you know, we in the 50s today, so... Can't complain. I guess I can't complain because I enjoyed the warm weather for what it was worth. Um, but yeah, now we're here. Now we're here. We're in November. You know, <sighs> we're in Daylight Savings, and it's like I have a love-hate relationship with Daylight Savings because um, it get dark at four thirty. Like when I'm walking out of work, it's it, it's dark or it's getting dark, and it's just like, oh my god, it's just like it really activates my seasonal depression. So basically seasonal depression, which is also called um, seasonal affective disorder. It's like a type of depression that happens every year, usually during um, fall and winter for people. Like the symptoms can include a lack of energy, like feelings of hopelessness, loneliness. You just feel depressed basically, and it's, um. For me, I will say my seasonal depression usually comes about two to three weeks after the daylight savings. So once we, you know, store getting dark early, this one, mine kind of like, you know, picks up and it's it's based on the time change it's based on the walking out of work and it's already dark then going home you know I live alone so now I'm at home alone then I'm starting to feel sleepy and all early like it, I be dead tired at like 6 p.m but it be feeling like it's like 11. It's so crazy how like The sunlight really does give us energy, really does, you know, affect us. And then since it's darker earlier, like how it affects our mental health. So I'll I'll probably snap out of it soon. Like it hasn't been this bad. I mean, it's bad. It hasn't been that bad this year, usually years prior, especially last year. Last year was bad because I had just broke up um, out of that relationship. Then, you know, daylight saving his. So I was like real depressed last year. This year, not so much. And it's because um, I've been having niggas in my life <laughs> and we going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But um, do any of you all suffer? from seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder. I mean, I know a lot of people that do get um, depressed, you know, around the holidays, but it could be due to like the weather change, due to the time change, um, the lack of companionship, like romantically, um, because I know we all see people on social media around this time you know lovey-dovey people in matching pajamas we're going to see a lot of um, proposals and engagements and things like that so i know that that kind of gears up depression for people and then also like being away from family and friends like if you live long distance and you can't travel you can't get off of work to go visit family friends loved ones or for people who loved ones have passed away and they're the alone on this holiday or during this holiday season they become you know depressed and it's normal so i will say if this is you and you suffer from just any type of depression but you know seasonal depression um i'm sending you nothing but love i'm sending you nothing but light i'm sending you nothing but positive energy during this time like you deserve to be happy you deserve to celebrate the holiday the way that you want to celebrate it so if you are alone go ahead and find something that you want to do something that you've always wanted to do you just haven't gotten a chance to do it whether that be um finding a new hobby or visiting a new store visiting a new restaurant or just trying something new like get out Get out the house, um, soak up some fresh air, do something for yourself. Honestly, there's no point of sitting in your depression because usually, honestly, that just makes us sink deeper into the depression. So I say definitely. um get out and just try to do something that can make you happy you can just go see the christmas lights you can go just to the mall buy yourself something like just you know do something for yourself so i'm sending you again love and light and positive energy during this time even if you want to reach out to me on social media yeah i know i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna converse back (laughs) i'm gonna talk back now so if you're lonely need somebody to talk to want to send memes and gifs and things like that to one another I'm your girl. Hit me up. I don't be doing nothing that way. And then for those that are visiting family and visiting friends, um, take your mental health serious. Definitely take your mental health serious. Um, with that, enjoy your loved ones. And You know, enjoy your loved ones. But for the people you don't fuck with, <laughs> ignore them. Ignore them. Pay them dust. I'm not saying go to the family gatherings or the friends givens or friends miss whatever you know y'all do. I'm not saying be rude to people. I'm not saying be mean to people. Definitely don't bring the negative vibes. But you know you can definitely speak and be cordial, but don't fall into the negative energy traps that people will set up for you to affect your mood. Like. You deserve to enjoy your holiday drama free. We all have family members that we do not fuck with. We got friends that we do not fuck with, you know, and it's going to be people at these holiday events that you don't rock with. Don't fuck with your mental health regarding them people. Be drama free. I say this to y'all every holiday season. Do not go around toxic family members. You know, don't go around them. If you can avoid them, avoid them. If you can't, Keep it cool, keep it calm, keep it Keep it collective, keep it cordial, and keep it moving. See, me, I avoid my toxic family by all means. <laughs> like, I avoid them all the time, all the chances that I can, because I value my mental health. But you know this year uh it is a little different (laughs) i do have to see them based on um an event that's coming up so i will be around a couple toxic family members that i I have not seen in years that i have not talked to last conversations that some of us had um went really left ready to fight type of thing but where i'm in in life baby i'm so positive um I'm not sweating them folks like if you still got that anger on your chest cool baby don't bring it to me because I'm in therapy I've grown I've matured I've moved past that with them folks but I keep that bullshit in my pocket and I'm always with the shits so it's nothing I, can, I, I be ready with the shits now <laughs> so y'all keep y'all energy over there And I'm going to keep my energy over her. You heard me? Okay. Okay. Anywho. So, let's get into the sugar honey iced tea of my life right now, baby. That's all I can do. It's like just sigh because y'all know me. I'm Molly with the most. I'm also Molly that does the most. I'm also Molly with the most bullshit that goes on in her life because she allows the bullshit to go on. She actually invites the bullshit into her life. So that's me <laughs> like I think I've talked about this before a matter of fact the last episode was about toxic like toxic ways toxic energy and even my friends have said it I like a little bit of toxic I do and it's so sad to say but I really do try my best to live a peaceful structured life <laughs> but god you know big dog keeps sending me these motherfuckers you know putting them in my life to shake it up a little bit and i don't know if it's like a lesson that he's trying to teach me and i don't even know if i'm learning a lesson but baby big dog big 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 god take me off the trials and tribulations um list i don't want that package for 2024 i don't like I'm so tired of learning lessons and I get it. You're going to learn lessons throughout every aspect of life, like dating, family, work, professional, personal, whatever the case may be. You're going to learn lessons and it's a continuous thing that's going to happen throughout life. But when I say take me off the trial and tribulations, um, package just take me out of there I don't need that for 2024 I want nothing but blessings happy love peace and prospering in 2024 like I want nothing but positive because I don't know what the fuck has been going on this year to be honest with you like I'm gonna be real I really coasted this whole year like I had no major goals I didn't push myself I was really just trying to heal my heart and heal my mental and just be a decent human being like don't get me wrong i enjoyed this year because i was carefree without any worry in the world but being carefree definitely had me in some situations that i should not have been in and again 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 i am molly with the most so we, <laughs> we all have to acknowledge that I have matured. If you have been listening to this episode, I mean to this episode, excuse me, if you have been listening to this podcast since episode one up until now, you see, you see them first couple of episodes, I, episode one wasn't bad. But episode two, three, four, like I was really on some real big whole shit, big freaky shit. Like I didn't know where I was going in life at that time. I didn't know what I wanted to do. But over the years, you all have seen me. You have grown with me. You've been there when I started therapy y'all been there when I started to practice abstinence and saying I was going to be celibate y'all were there when I started a healthy relationship y'all were there when that relationship ended and I was heartbroken I mean y'all have been here to see my growth as a woman I've had um career achievements you know all the yada 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 bullshit type thing but I still be in my toxic ways with all the growth and all the maturity and all the therapy. I still have a little toxic ways. Again, keep that in my bo- in my back pocket, too. I'm, I, I stay with the shit in my pocket, y'all. <laughs> so when I say that, let me pause real fast. When I say I keep it in my pocket, that just means like I keep that shit close to me. Like when... I don't be on bullshit, but when I'm over on some bullshit, oh, I can snap into it real fast. So as far as like keeping this toxic, I can snap into it real fast because I keep it that close. I keep it on me (laughs) is what I'm meaning. But as far as my toxic ways, like, I do. I like a little little toxicity every now and then. Kind of, you know, spice it up, but not too much on it. Not too much. (laughs) Like, I recently met a man that day one he came with a lots of red flags when I say a list of red flags and he freely just told me about himself and what he had going on what he lacked um what he had what he wanted what he needed like type of thing he was very transparent we had a really good conversation but he came with a list of red flags like when I say the motherfuckers was big they was bold they was bright red flags, like, who and me being me ready to hop on the roller coaster. <laughs> I'm at the amusement park, baby, ready to hop on the roller coaster. You know, it was really like some um, y'all remember that old song by the Ohio players, Roller Coaster of Love. Hey, Roller Coaster. Do do do, do. like yeah yeah and here we are now those red flags and that roller coaster has turned into that vivian green emotional roller coaster now i'm on a emotional roller coaster loving you ain't nothing healthy loving you was never good for me for me (laughs) but i can't get off this emotional roller coaster And side note, y'all know I can't sing, but (laughs) I'm going to get down when it comes to some songs. Anywho, but y'all get the point. Y'all get the point. Like, I went on a very high of the roller coaster. Like, it was was a thrill. I ain't going to lie. But then it's just like, it started to get very complicated, very fast, very soon. It was a lot. Like, he has a lot of drama within his life. And then me having no drama in my life, I think I look like... A golden prize to him like i'm different than the women he may have been used to dating because i didn't come with issues and drama and i go to therapy like he thought i was he would always say that i was his fatima and if you watch sisters y'all know like the whole zach karen fatima situation so he always felt like i was his fatima and i'm just like okay okay it made me feel a little good but then also it was like man i ain't trying to hold no nigga down because, again, I have held plenty of being down, and I always end up drowning. I can't hold nobody down. Mm-mm. Sorry. Can't do it no more. So, I don't know why I got myself in this situation. Like, I don't know. Even going into this situation, I kind of knew, like, mm, this person might not be for me but I'm gonna see where it go I'm gonna see where it go because he kind of sounded like you know he had his head on right of what he was trying to do what he was trying to accomplish and like it, it was good the first two weeks and then like some stuff just kind of popped up and his life just went haywire and then she just turned into a Tubi movie and it was kind of like I do call him Tubi but it turned into a Tubi movie because it was just like you were very structured these first couple of weeks and then after this you know mm, 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 different women and all this other shit and again we weren't even dating me and him were more stuff so like friends um because I told him we can't go any further until you get your life in order because I'm not trying to involve myself in that mess so we were friends but of course with us being friends and hanging out kicking it you know he started to like me I started to like him it's like now we like each other but now we in a tricky situation because we're not dating we're just friends like to be honest he shouldn't even even be in a situation where he needs to be dating he needs to be working on himself so i don't know man i don't know i want to go into so much detail in regard to that but i'm not quite sure if i'm done with him yet or not (laughs) so y'all know i only talk about the the men once i'm completely done with them so i don't know if i'm completely done with this one uh, not just yet. So, we, 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 we going to just pause on him and then we'll come back because he deserves his own full episode with the amount of bullshit he got going on. So, we we, we, we going to know. We going to know. Because I, I really do enjoy his conversation. I enjoy his energy. We have a good time when we're together. Like our chemistry is a bomb. And it's so hard to find these days, especially with meeting new people in hopes of dating or establishing a friendship or whatever. Like I've met some other guys around the time that I met him as well. And when I say baby boring or like they just don't have a personality, it's just like blah, like what the fuck and this thing right here red flags has plenty of personality i mean a whole bunch of drama but plenty of personality we laugh we joke we have serious conversations but we're gonna circle back to him in, in, in a later episode but we're gonna get into the men that I, the 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 men's with a z at the end that i have met so One of the guys that I met around the same time mm, seems to be cool, you know, until he couldn't plan a date or even a link up. It was like, you want to see me, you're interested in me, plan something like texting and talking on the phone. You know, I'm going to give you a week or two. And if we're in the same city or neighboring cities, like Fit me in your schedule and I'll fit you in mine. But it's as simple as, hey, how are you? How are you today? Um, are you available for drinks Friday or whatever day? You know, it's just as simple as, hey, are you available this day for drinks, for dinner, for hell put put golf, like whatever it is. It's that simple for you to just ask somebody on a date. The thing is, you got to ask people in advance because we are all grown with busy schedules work um gym activities errands if you have kids if your kids are involved in things like we grown baby we busy like the the schedule be real busy like weeks in advance so you just got to be mindful when you're planning something like this dude hit me up on a friday Asking to grab drinks that very same day, like that night to like it was six and he was asking, did I want to have drinks that night? So don't get me wrong. I know things happen spur of the moment, um, randomly, like, hey, shit, I'm available. Let me see if she's available. That's cool. But if you're actually trying to court or date somebody, just keep in mind, be mindful of their time. Like, hey, I, w- I would like to see you. I would like to plan something. But yeah, no. But that night i had already had plans so i'm like oh no you don't have plans tonight but we could do something the following day so the following day is now saturday and we speak and again he has nothing planned no location for drinks nothing but tells me and this is what gets me because i'm a 35 year old woman this man tells me well i got a bottle in a car already so you could just hop in a car with me and we could ride to huntsville Um, sir, I'm 35, not 19. Matter of fact, not 15. (laughs) Like, that don't sound fun to me. You, cause you got a bottle. You think I'm supposed to hop in the car with you. This will be our first interaction between us. Is us drinking and driving together. Or drinking, going somewhere to park and drink in the car. I told him, baby, maybe another time. Plan something else. Give me the time and location. So, y'all, I kid y'all not. This man came back with a text that said, "Meet me at Applebee's." At At Applebee, the fuck, baby, bye. Get off my phone. Get off my phone. Get, get 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 Gone. Scram. Because what? Don't get me wrong. I am not. You know. I know y'all seen that list that was going around about the places that a man cannot take me. I'm not one of those girls. I am not above Applebee's, but I have to like you enough to go to some goddamn Applebee's. Because I've been to Applebee's a couple times within the last mm, couple years with different dudes that I actually liked. Like I have gotten to know them, and then we would just meet up for drinks at Applebee's. But on the first interaction, dude, I don't even like you enough to meet you in no Applebee's. And like I said, this man is new. Nah. Nah. And I'm not bougie. I'm not bougie, like, at the least, <laughs> I am not a bougie, bougie, like, y'all know that, but at least he could have said, like, let's meet up at a local bar, like, Huntsville and Madison has a whole bunch of, like, black-owned, well, I ain't gonna say a whole bunch, but they have decent black-owned bars, or just a bar in general, it could have been a bar at another restaurant, like, even a Mexican restaurant, like, cheap drinks, strong drinks, cheap food, like, well, Mexican food really ain't cheap, because they didn't gotta look expensive since COVID, but it could have been somewhere in inexpensive if you're not trying to um you know spend a lot of money on somebody on the first link up like it could have been very inexpensive but you got to plan and put some thought into this shit you talking about getting in the car drinking and driving or applebee's okay so needless to say um that just didn't work out between us on saturday and I was supposed to give him another shot on Sunday, but then I felt like he was being petty with me on Sunday, like trying to, you know, get back at me and him be busy. But, low-key, that backfired on him because I just simply stopped communication. It didn't work Friday, it didn't work Saturday, it didn't work Sunday, baby. It just ain't going go work in general. So, Monday come around, he calling and texting, and he did that for the following week of calling and texting and then i just kind of felt like it was impatient like you didn't even give me a chance to respond when i you don't know if i was busy or what i was doing like i mean this man was calling back to back type shit i was just like oh no he'll look crazy like after one or two times reaching out via either calling or text or both i'm not finna continue to call a person especially a motherfucker i just met get the fuck out of here now, don't get me wrong, somebody that I like and have a connection with, I might turn a little crazy. I might call you multiple fucking times. I might text you. I might pull up by your house. I, I'm going to pull up at the spot. <laughs> but that was honestly back in my younger days. Like the way that I'm set up now, I, I'm too prideful of a person. I'ma hear you. I'ma I'm reach out one or two times. And then after that baby, my pride won't even allow me to be out here big and putting a motherfucking nigga like, I'm good. So that was it with him. The next dude is the dude, we actually had a date. He planned something a week in advance, gave me the time, gave me the location. It was the energy for me. Okay, I see you. You putting it down. We get to the good date. <laughs> yeah i am not by no means a shallow person i am not i am not the guy he's he's nice looking but baby could not dress to save his life oh couldn't dress i'm not the best 100 person like when it comes to dressing but i got a little style and i expect for men to have a little style as well baby this man could not put that shit on at all like the outfit just was weird I can't explain it like okay so his outfit looks like he from the country like the backwoods country type thing he had on like a a shirt it was like a dry fit muscle shirt type thing that looked like he came from C D trends or some shit so that was it I can't even explain the pants like the pants were like a mix of like a trouser but then also like a dickies feel and it just reminded me of like janitor pants like kid you not no shade it looked like if he just had a, a ring of keys hanging off his britches, it would have been like hmm yeah janitor pants but okay so keep in mind so this dry fit shirt the, oh forgot this part the dry fit shirt had like a type of tiger print but it looked like it was copied and pasted on the shirt like y'all i'm not even trying to be funny it was just tragic and then it had a big k on the shirt and so you know that k stood for king and i don't like all that king queen wardrobe attire bullshit like i'm just not into that then the pants i mean not the pants i already talked about the pants the shoes i mean they put me in a mix of gaiters but church shoes and just the whole outfit didn't go together. The, by the top, you was finna work out. By the pants, you was finna go clean the hallway. And then by the shoes, you was ready to the the step in the name of love for Jesus. So, it was just giving a lie. He really, like, looking at him, I was like, oh, he gotta be from a small town. We get to talking. The man said he from Atlanta. I said, ain't no way. Ain't no way you from Atlanta dressing like that. Like, you ain't even, like, the dirty niggas they be on the block like you dress country like i would expect for him to say he was from like a, a small southern alabama town but no that man told me atlanta Whew. anyway so besides all that the date went cool we had a good time we talked we connected however on that day end kind of like afterwards i could tell he was one of those men who like their ego to be stroked and don't get me wrong don't get me wrong I don't mind stroking a man's ego, but not day one dates one. We gotta build our way up to that. I'm just not one of the women that's gonna stroke a man's ego from the very beginning. I gotta start liking you. When I start liking you, then you big zaddy. You you got it. You look good. You this. You that. But I ain't about to stroke no nigga's ego day one. Anyway, so the man has muscles he goes to the gym he lifts a lot and he told me how he wanted to kind of be like you know bulk up some more he likes the the build of the rock type of thing so i was like okay cool like Dwayne johnson has you know really big muscles so that's what you want to be he was like yeah he was like right now you know i'm 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 the little guy in the gym i'm i'm the little guy and he said that on multiple occasions and i was just like Okay, I'm thinking in my head, like, don't get me wrong, he got muscles, a decent size. He not too big right now, but he also not, like, a small, muscular dude. Like, you you cocky, stocky type of thing or whatever. So, I'm like, oh, okay, I could tell he want me to compliment his body, like, compliment his muscles. Because why would you keep saying, you know, I'm the little guy in the gym. I'm the little guy. You want me to be like, oh, no, you, you, you look good. Like, your muscles big and it fits you and I like you being bulky or whatever the fuck he want me to say. Like you want me to feed your ego baby i ain't finna do that i said so why do you keep referring to yourself as a little guy because i'm not feeding into that bullshit. he was like oh i'm just saying just compare it to other people baby i'm pretty sure it's dudes in the gym with way smaller muscles you just keep comparing your body to the bigger dudes because you want to be bigger You figure that gym, fuck the mental illness that you got going on and that self-validation that you need from other people. Figure that out on y'all. Scram. Scram. Anyway, but we did end up planning a second date. Second date never happened because one day we're on the phone, we're talking. And again, he's trying to compliment my body. Y'all already know. I used to be big. I was a roly poly. I'm still a roly poly to this day. Matter of fact, a dude on one of the dating apps called me Lil Jelly. So that's my new nickname. So when y'all see me, baby, I'm Lil Jelly. <laughs> because I know, like, I'm a little roly poly. I'm, I'm, I'm pudgy. Like, I have loose skin. I have fat. So I'm jiggly puff. And I'm okay with it. But he kept trying to tell me that I was toned up and I had a nice body and I look real toned. I'm thinking right here baby where you see toned at because the arms ain't toned the thighs ain't toned the stomach ain't toned what do you see toned over here but the thing is you're trying to please me or what you think will please me and telling me my body looks good and all this other shit. like don't get me wrong my body looks tea but it's a chubby tea and like it's T, but it's a chubby tea but, yeah, so it was just like, sir, I was like, you don't have to compliment me on my body or my physique. I'm not one of those girls that need that aesthetic of being a bad bitch, nah, dah, 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 because I am with the way that I look. I am a bad bitch, but I'm comfortable with the skin that I'm in. So he goes to start making comments about, like, 300-pound people and how he's not attracted to, like, those type of women. Like, that's not for him, but he likes my body. Okay, granted, you just met me, but baby, I used to be a 300-pound woman. So, you bringing fat women, big women up unprovoked to basically make me feel better about myself, to compliment me more, to let me know that you like my body, but you wouldn't be interested in a 300-pound woman. Baby, I used to be a 300-pound woman, so you're not interested in me because I have the same mentality that I had when I was 300 pounds. I'm the same baby bitch that I was when I was 300 pounds. I'm the same shit talking. Molly with the most. Snapping on niggas bitch that I was at 300 pounds. Ain't nothing changed but the number on the scale. And motherfuckers need to get that straight. So, they're kind of like, let me pause. That's like men who wouldn't give me the time of day when I was 300 pounds. But now you be in my inbox at 175. Baby gone somewhere. Because I'ma give it up to the ones that was in my inbox at 300, they still in my inbox at 175. The ones that I used to fuck with at 300, they still in my inbox at 175 because they know a bad bitch when they see one, <laughs> and that's the T. Anyway, but yeah, so me and that dude like they just. Offended me. I'm not even going to lie. I was, I was offended. And I was just like, mm, that's not me. Like, you one of those muscular people. Either you used to be fat yourself and now you're working on your body to be this big muscular man. Or you just don't like fat people. Or you feel like they're beneath you or whatever the case. Because he did tell me he was very much judgmental. And we had other conversations with things that he did that I did not like. Or, you know, that he said that I did not like or care for. So... I was just like, no, this, you know, this isn't going to work. But I wind up, you know, sending him a text and just letting him know, like, how I felt. I was very respectful. Um, I wasn't rude or anything like that. But, you know, he wound up reaching out to me twice after that. And then from there, like, all contact was just cut. Um, I'm just not in the business of letting people get away with saying whatever the fuck they want to say. Especially offensive things that I find offensive. Like... I don't do that um, fat shaming or putting other people down to build other people up. I don't do that homophobic shit. Like, I've stopped talking to people for a whole lot less. (laughs) Like, so, no, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be respectful. But I'm going to tell you how I feel in a nice manner. But if you don't understand or you can't comprehend, I'm going to tell you in a blunt manner. (laughs) And then we just going to move on. Because I feel like... We're grown um, so we can communicate on how we feel, whether they be good or bad. And I'm going to try to always handle the situation with grace. But again, sometimes you got to talk to people a little blunt, you know. Keep it in my back pocket for these folks. You go low, I'm going to take it to the flow. And I mean, I'm going to scrub that over when I take it down. Anyway, but yeah, my life um, with dating is always comical because I'm going to always give y'all the update. Of what's going on with me. And I have so much more to talk about in regards to dating, especially regarding the red flags, dude. But like I said, I'm going to touch on it at a, at a later date because I don't know where that's going. But I do appreciate when I talk on my personal Instagram page. And I need to talk more on Molly with the most page so y'all could be up to date with what's going on. But that's what I save the episodes for so y'all can know what's going on. But I will say um, I enjoy the fact that people reach out to me and let me know that I'm not the only person going through this bullshit in whatever it may be. As far as if it's something work related, if it's like man and dating related, if it's just whatever the case, like y'all are out here going through the same mess that I'm trying to go through. I mean, not trying to go through, that I am going through, that I'm trying not to go through. I've come to the conclusion that being, you know, mid 30s, all of the good men or people that we are looking for with our list of qualities that we want, we have to realize those good people are already taken. They've been scooped up, bagged up, boxed up for their significant other. And they either in a relationship dating, or married so we gotta really look at the list of qualities we want out of our partner and we got to see which ones we are able to bend bind and remove <laughs> because we're not gonna get every characteristic and every trait and every good quality that we want out of a significant other so we got to know what we willing to compromise on some people are willing to compromise some people aren't um it just depends Seven things I can't compromise on. Like, um, you have to have a good sense of humor. That's big for me. I don't want to be with a serious person all day, every day. I'm not serious the majority of the day, baby. So we got to laugh together. We got to joke together. We got to pl- be playful with one another. one another. I also cannot compromise on communication. Communication is big for me and it's big for me is because I'm still learning that as I get older, how to communicate effectively with people. So I want somebody else who is in their journey of learning to communicate or can fully communicate their wants, their needs, when they're upset, when they're happy. I'm still working at it. So that's why I need somebody who's working at it as well or somebody who's already good and great with communication. Um I always say I don't necessarily want a man with kids, but let's let's be honest. I'm thirty five. These motherfuckers coming with kids. How many kids are we talking is the problem? <laughs> like how many kids is the question? Because I don't need you coming with five. Cause red flags is coming with three and that's a lot. But the kids are so nice and they're so well spoken so like just innocent looking like oh my god the kids are just so innocent but he's coming with three kids one baby mama so that's a plus but i can compromise on the kids i prefer man with no kids but i can compromise but you can't be coming with five plus kids and you can't have five plus baby mamas you know what i'm saying so we, we got to know what we're willing to compromise on and what we not because we not getting our full list of wants and needs out of a man or out of a woman. Or whatever you out here looking for. You're not going to get everything. So make your list. Check it twice. Because we're going to find out who's naughty and nice. <laughs> but all right y'all so um i do like i said i do have plenty of other things that i want to talk about in future episodes and i kind of want to bring some people on to discuss some things as well so we're gonna see how this works in the near future with everything and y'all know i'm gonna give y'all an episode when i can give y'all, give y'all an episode because i be out here trying to figure out my life and i can't be out here just you know talking to us song <laughs> but as always um reach out to me You know, Twitter is Molly W underscore the most. Again, Twitter is Molly W underscore the most. Instagram is at Molly with the most. Reach out, send DMs if you are, you know, just wanting to talk. If you're going through something, you need some advice, whatever, you know. Whatever it is, I'm here. I, you know, usually respond back. Again, this holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, New Year's, take your mental health serious. Remove yourself from any toxic or negative situation or environment find something that you like to do buy yourself a Christmas gift because I'm big on buying yourself something so buy yourself something try a new restaurant find a new hobby find a new activity do something for yourself for your mental health and if I could give one piece of advice, and this is coming from me personally and also like through this dating and through this episode. If I can offer one piece of advice to anybody that's going through dating and you're trying to figure out red flags, not the person, but like the red flags, green flags, what I want, boundaries and stuff like that. Um, the one piece of advice that I can offer is to put yourself first. Um, I learned to do that a couple relationships, situations ago. I'm going to always put me first. I can love you. I could want to be with you. But love does not keep a relationship. Me wanting to be with you does not keep a relationship. I have to be wholeheartedly happy. The person has to be wholeheartedly happy. So if you're in a situation where you feel like you're not getting what you need out of it. As much as you like that person, as much as you love that person, put yourself first. So with that, take a break. Even if you have to walk away, let that person know like, hey, I need some time to myself. I got to figure some stuff out. That could be a couple days, couple weeks, couple months. Check in with yourself to see if you are being filled. If you're constantly filling other people's cups filling their cup filling their cup their cup is overflowing with love positive energy affirmations whatever you're feeding into them every day but what is being fed and poured into you is that person that you're 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 pouring so much positive energy into or they pouring it back into you and i think that's where i'm kind of at with the red flag situation and again i'll talk about it later but um Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that out. I've I've poured a lot of positive energy to this person because I don't want to see people struggle or be bad or down out in life. But also, like, is he giving me what I'm giving him? Is he capable of that? Is he in a space where he can fill my cup up as well? And I don't know. I would hope that he could, but I don't think so. I don't think so. So, I have a lot to to figure out in regards to that. But we're going to end this, this episode. Reach out to me. Happy holidays. And, again, this has been another episode of Molly with the Most Podcast. Bye.